Welcome and good evening to our Christmas Eve service. We are so glad that you are here tonight. And if nobody has said this week or today, we love you. And more importantly, God loves you tonight. So we're so glad that you're here. Uh, This year has been a really interesting year for us, right? Uh, We are glad that 2020 is almost done. And so I invite you uh, to come in and that you set aside many of those worries, many of those things that even if you have some wrapping you need to do later tonight, uh, all the things that are happening outside, that you lay them aside so that we can come and we can worship God and be excited that Jesus Christ came to earth and has changed our lives forever. Amen? Why don't we begin our night with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you that we can take a pause out of our busy holiday season. We can take a pause from all that's been happening with 2020 and put our time and focus back on you. So Lord, I ask that you bless our time together as we sing songs about you. Familiar Christmas carols, familiar uh, verses that we will read. But Lord, I pray that we quiet our hearts and that we look for the long-awaited expectancy of you to come. Psalm 98, 2-4 says, The Lord has made known his salvation. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise to the earth, to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. I pray that is our heartbeat for tonight, Lord. In your precious name, amen. We're reading from Isaiah 64 and various psalms. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains would tremble before you. As when fire sets twigs ablaze and causes water to boil, come down to make your name known to your enemies and cause the nations to quake before you. For when you did awesome things that we did not expect, you came down and the mountains trembled before you. Since ancient times, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. You come to the help of those who gladly do right, who remember your ways. But when we continued to sin against them, you were angry. How then can we be saved? All of us have become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. We all shrivel up like a leaf, and like the wind, our sins sweep us away. No one calls on your name or strives to lay hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and have given us over to our sins. To you, O Lord, I call. My rock, do not be deaf to me. For if you are silent to me, I will become like those who go down to the pit. 
For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is from him. O God, do not remain quiet, do not be silent, and O God, do not be still. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than the watchman for the morning. Will you restrain yourself at these things, O Lord? Will you keep silent and afflict us beyond measure? Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Lord, you have seen this. Do not be silent. Do not be far from me, Lord. Awake and rise to my defense. Contend for me, my God and Lord. But as for me, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. After all this, Lord, will you hold yourself back? Will you keep silent and punish us beyond measure? I will wait for the Lord, who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob, and I will hope in him. Yet you, Lord, are our Father. We are the clay, and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Do not be angry beyond measure, Lord. Do not remember our sins forever. Oh, look on us, we pray, for we are all your people. What I want to share with you is based off of a true story. There's a little ad-libbing by me, so, but it's still based off of a true story. There was a mom who was so excited. For months she had been preparing for Christmas morning. Like a lot of moms, she was purchasing different gifts for the different members in her family, wanting each gift to be very special, wanting each gift to be a gift of love. And so as that day came, Christmas morning came, she was so, so excited. Everybody had gathered around the Christmas tree. And in this family, she would hand out the Christmas presents. And as she handed out the Christmas presents, she could see the delight on each one of the kids' faces and the delight on her husband's face as well. And as they got their presents, they started to opening up one by one. And she could see the delight that was coming from their eyes of how she had planned and thought about each and every single one. And they were so excited. And as the morning went on, and as the gifts were being given, she started wondering, where's my gift? And she thought, surely... My gift is coming. But as she looked under the tree, all she could see was what she had wrapped for everyone else. She started wondering more and more, thinking, it must be in a different room, or could it be in a tree, in the tree? She kept looking and wondering, but no. Then, after all the presents had been given away, she realized with a broken heart there was no gift for her. 
Somewhere along the lines, her family had forgotten that she also needed a gift. But she kept wondering, no, this can't be possible. Even with my little kids, the teachers must have made something to send home. Where, where could they be? The little ones, they couldn't go to the store. What about the bigger ones? Well, surely my husband, he got me a gift. No. She stood there, empty-handed, with no gift of love for herself. And she didn't want to bring any attention to herself that, that morning because if somebody said, Ma, where's your gift? She would just burst into tears. It was one thing to be intentional about forgetting a gift, but another thing about being completely forgotten. Friends, what if that was you standing there tomorrow morning and everybody had forgotten about you? There was no gift of love for you. What if no gift of love ever came to this earth. What would that be like? Now, we think we are a divided country right now, right? Nations are at each other. Wars are happening. But imagine if there was no love. If you had family, you'd gather together with family only for them to use you and abuse you. If... There was no love. How would you even begin to know it? You know that was my, everybody knows it's a hypothetical question, right? Everybody in this room. Because all of you, probably as I'm sharing this true story about this mom who didn't receive a gift on that Christmas morning, felt some type of pain or hurt for her. Perhaps that was you. Or perhaps you're thinking, I've never had that level of experience ever in my life. Where, where did love come from? Is it just a human construct that we've thought about? A, psych a psychological way of thinking? Uh, is it a cultural thing and every culture is different? Is it just part of the natural human nature? No, I think we can say it's something so much more because every time we try to describe love, there's been hundreds of thousands of different songs written about it, books upon books trying to describe it, and yet each book, each song fails in, in comparing to what it really is. Love must have come from something that is something far greater than just a human being, right? The Bible speaks a lot about where love has come from. In, in uh, 1 John 4.19 says, We love because He first loved us. Well, who was that first loved us? The answer is, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent His only Son into the world, that we might live through him. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. 
We all know love is real because you have experienced it. Have you ever actually considered where it came from? The Bible says God is love. God provided us love. So as we sing these next set of songs, I want you to ponder this. Do you want to experience a little bit of love? Or do you want to experience the full love of God in your life? I hope you've been able to ponder just a little bit through the songs of how Christ is our love. If you think about it, there have been many of us, especially our older saints, who have spent a lifetime of being changed by this love. They've been trusting in Christ with their whole life. Think about it. I'm sure they can share many of different stories of once when their heart was hardened or gone through some really hard times of how Christ's love has transformed them and changed them. Many of us, before we even purchase a gift or receive a gift, if nowadays, especially right now during the pandemic, I imagine you probably searched online and looked online. If you were going on Amazon, you looked at the product details and get all the details where you say, okay, thanks for telling me all that. And then you start looking at all the reviews, right? And you look at all the reviews as to the testimonies of people who have already purchased or have already received whatever you are looking at. And then if you were going a little further, you start, going, you start looking at the, um, at the customer question and answers. And you start looking for things that you are wondering. If somebody, if somebody ever asked that question you've had about that product, if you've never accepted Christ, there are plenty of questions that you probably have about, about this gift of love from Christ. And I can guarantee you, if you talk to anybody who's ever, already received the gift of love, they will gladly share their own testimony. Perhaps you're, you're questioning, will it cover the sin of my affair? It's so deep and so wrong, and I know it was wrong. And then you look up, and an answer comes and says, The woman at the well responds. Says, Yes, I had several. And he forgave me at all. He took all that shame and all the guilt from me. And I am so excited about my relationship with Jesus Christ that I actually tell everybody who I know that lives in my town about Jesus. Uh, what about, uh, somebody could still write, I'm just still too ashamed. Are you sure? And the Apostle Paul writes, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and, and one is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and, it's, and is saved. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. One of the hardest things about accepting Christ is opening up and admitting guilt to him. 
saying, yes, what I've done wrong, what I have done is wrong before you. But here's the promise. Somebody might write next, saying, how long does the gift of love last? What's the return policy if I don't like it? And here God the Father responds, there is no return policy. It's guaranteed to never wear out and it lasts for eternity. It cost my son his life. He died and he rose again, defeating sin and death. Somebody then will respond, right? It's too good to be true. They're just fake. And Jesus responds with this. The greater your need, the greater and more value my gift is to you. Friends, right now in real life, a lot of us are really thinking about taking the vaccine, or maybe you've already had the vaccine. And it can help us, probably, right? This potential, strong potential could help us. But even with a vaccine, is only going to help us temporarily. It will not save you from death. All of us will die. It is only Jesus Christ, the gift of eternal salvation, if you believe in him, that will last for all of eternity. I'm sure some of you may just be nervous. Some may be scared. And maybe some of you have just been walking and doing your own thing for a while now. His love for you is free. If you come back to Him, if you turn to Him, His, his grace is, or is free. Talk to anybody who has believed in Jesus Christ. Try, get them to try to fully explain the love that they have received from God. It's indescribable. To really talk about grace Friends, all of us have deserved to die because of our sins. None of us have deserved a free gift of salvation. I can testify that mom who was standing there empty, what helped her through that day was the love that she'd already received from Jesus Christ. When you go through your disappointing times, your heartbreak, your hardships, What's going to get you through those hard times? When you come to the point where you are facing death, what's going to get you to last for eternity? See, the thing is that you can reject the free gift and go back to the pile and choose another gift. And it will be fun. You can spend a lifetime enjoying whatever gift you decide to do. But like all gifts that you give to your kids or you're going to give tomorrow, it will wear out. Men and women will spend a lifetime amassing fortunes. But at the end of their life, they always give it to somebody else. They never take it with them for eternity. That's the reality. So what can you do with this message? 
What can you do with this reality? Because all of us know that love is real. You can't deny it. You might say it didn't come from God and God is not real, but that is not true. There are far too many testimonies that say the opposite. You can go back to the tree. You can, all, you can also be like the mom who put her faith in Jesus Christ. And you can actually accept him. Put your faith and trust into Jesus Christ. Acknowledge that you're a sinner and you're in need of this free gift of grace, this free gift of forgiveness. And there is nothing that you did to deserve this. Let me ask you, are you trusting in the one way to God today? For some reason, in this, you're in this room singing about Jesus Christ coming to earth. Or friends, he didn't stay a baby. He became a mature man, lived a perfect life, died on the cross for your sins and for my sins, rose again, and is living today. That's the Christmas story. That's what gives us hope. That's what gives us excitement for tomorrow. I'm sure you'll be excited about some gifts. I hope. And I hope everybody gets a gift tomorrow, right? But the reality is that some of you will still want to reject God. And so I encourage you, don't just ponder this love from God, but actually consider it. Consider it as real. Consider it as true. We've got a few more songs we're going to sing tonight. And I encourage you, if you have not placed your faith in Jesus Christ. Let this Christmas Eve be the eve where Christmas, you wake up tomorrow morning serving Jesus Christ. 